0: Welcome to Collision Cast, the official podcast of Fender Bender Magazine, helping collision repair shop owners make money, save money, and work smarter. I'm Fender Bender editor Todd Portemeyer, and in this episode, I am joined by owner Nick Edwards and culture ambassador Megan Breidinger of Car Center, a four shop operation out of Michigan. We'll be talking today about culture and core values within a shop and how Car Center has made its guiding principles a driving force of their company's success. You can find more episodes of Collision Cast on FenderBender.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, here's our conversation. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this latest episode of Collision Cast. I am Fender Bender editor Todd Quartermeyer. I'm joined today by Nick Edwards and Megan Breidinger from Car Center, which operates four collision repair shops in Michigan. Uh, we're talking today about culture, and uh, Car Center has established a, a system of culture and values over the years. Um, and so we're going to learn a little bit about that today and how you can uh, implement a culture at your shop. So Nick, if you want to get us started, um, talking a little bit about maybe the history of the business and how you've developed your culture over the years.
1: Yeah, awesome. Well, first of all, thanks for uh, having us on the uh, the podcast, Todd. It's a great opportunity and we appreciate it. So um, a little bit about Car Center. I'm a second generation owner. Uh, my father started the business years ago uh, and uh, he bought one location, sold that off to uh, his brother-in-law and then bought a second. I got involved uh, after college. I did, uh, personally did some collision work in the back, and uh, really grateful I did that process. Um, Helped me understand the full process of uh, a lot of what we do, but found out quickly that uh, working on cars was not my thing. Um, I tell people all the time, I'm actually naturally not a not a car guy, but I fell in love with the business aspect of it. And uh, so, when I graduated college, I moved up into the office and uh, just viewed it as an opportunity to take a a great business and figure out how to expand on it. And so, over the last several years, uh, we've added two locations. And then I've, uh, over the last several years, recently phased my dad out and bought several or the the specific locations from him. Um, to uh, what we are now today.
0: So as you've gone forward in the business, what are some of the, uh, I guess, the things that you really value, that your employees really value, that you've tried to make a part of your everyday culture um, going forward?
1: Yeah, so uh, a big part of it, I think leadership, uh, one of the definitions I've heard of leadership that I've always liked is uh, having a vision, but how well you can communicate your vision to the team. So Creating a vision from very early on and slowly building the right people and the right team that can get excited about that vision um, has been a piece of it, as well as our core values. And our core values have been uh, literally the core of of our culture and how we've built our culture over the years. Uh, We established them years ago. Um, It was probably almost a year-long process of uh, figuring out what made us great? What we loved about our environment, and uh, there were things that you know my dad had done in his business, um, and uh, things that I wanted to see in you know in my business moving forward. And we just to make them tangible, wanted to get them on paper, and spent like I said weekly meetings for almost a year uh, dialing that in, wordsmithing um, them into how we can communicate it best, and. They've they have been with us for over ten years now and uh, are the same that where they were when we started and it's it's what we live by here.
0: So how do you maintain that? Uh, I mean, you you set the standard. Everyone knows you know what the culture is, what the values are. How do you make sure that you're never losing sight of that? How do you you know remind employees and you know how do you you know really make that you know, the the guiding principle you know all the time.
1: Yeah, so there's a lot of specific ways that I would love to get in with, and and Megan here is a huge part of making sure that we do that. Um, but I think it all starts with, uh, you know, many 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 companies, or probably the majority of companies, have core values. They probably went through an exercise once, and maybe they even have them posted and listed up on the wall. Um, and you know, we recently did our latest acquisition and, and the manager's like, yeah, I love these core values. We need to we need to post them everywhere all around the shop. And I said, yeah, I love it. We need to post our core values. And that's great. But the magic happens and we're different when the core values become a part of our daily language. And we're using them specifically in how we conduct a business rather than just being a poster on the wall. And so we have lots of different specific things that that we do, and and Megan is a big part of heading up. Um, but the overall, the overarching uh, strategy is that it's not just a poster on the wall, but it's how we hire, how we have difficult conversations, how we attack affirmation and, and hats on the back, um, and you know it's just it's incorporated in. All of the language of all of our team on a regular basis and everything constantly gets pointed back to those core values.
0: So is that something yeah. that you make customers aware of, too? Is it a you know, message that, hey, this is how we do business. These are the things that are important to us. So, you know, you can trust us with your vehicle in the same way.
1: Yeah, you know it's it's funny we've had we've had that conversation a lot, you know, when utilizing the core values in our marketing strategy. And um, oftentimes I I push back probably more than the team likes. They're like, man, these core values are everything to us. We need to scream them from the mountaintops. And and I'm not a hundred percent against it, but the core values feel very intimate to me, and uh, I I view them mainly as an internal. Uh, tool that we utilize as a family to operate together and to work together well. It's it's what makes us different from you know a culture standpoint. And so we are using them, and we are we do like to tell customers about them. But it's mainly up until this point has been used uh, for us internally as a team rather than as a marketing tool or to gain trust in customers.
0: Um, how are you, I guess, continually evaluating you know those values, making sure that you know maybe there's, hey, there's something you know we need to add here, or you know this maybe needs you know to be updated. Um, how does that process work?
1: Yeah, it's I mean, welcoming passionate debate, which is a piece of one of our specific core values. and um, the core values are meant to be challenged and, and discussed and questioned and pushed back on. And, uh, you know, there's even a title of one of them that I don't personally love. And so I'll bring that up often. I'll say, I, I I don't want you to be misled by the title of this core value. It also means this and this. And and we've had people that said, I don't love the title of this. And so we talk it through and we welcome that. Um, we've We've never gotten to a point where we're like, this just isn't us, or this isn't working, and we need to change, or delete, or add, Um, which, honestly, I have found amazing, like, I've realized, because we're in an entire different team, and we've built this culture, but the majority of our team falls in love with our values, understands, and gets behind them more than they do uh, pushing back and saying, I think they should be different, so we're always open. And I, and I say that too. I'm like, Hey, listen, if we need to change something or add or delete, then, uh, then I would love to hear that from the team, but, uh, we've, we've never gotten to that point. They've, they've mainly grown on us and some of our perspectives of maybe each of the values change a little bit and we see them differently and, and that's okay.
0: So Center oh. recently joined the one collision network, um, what were the, some of the things that you looked for to know that, you know, your culture was going to stay intact and your values were aligned with, you know, joining one collision.
1: Yeah. One collision, um, so far has been a great, uh, team member. Uh, they bring a lot of support, um, a lot of resources and, uh, uh, you know, Jim over there at one collision has so many connections. Um, I, I often talk about it's never how, it's always who. I always, anytime you're trying to solve a problem, usually the answer is who, not how. And so he's been a great resource for that. Um, I think overall, looking at the One Collision uh, company, we're, we're naturally a good fit together, uh, but they've really, I think their model is more to be a support rather than to try and bring you in and make you like them. They want to just kind of be a part of what you're doing. Um, So from a business level, we're a good support, but I don't think that, uh, you know, they haven't, they don't have a massive impact at this point, you know, on our culture or what we're doing.
0: Obviously, every business is different. Uh, Every culture is different. Um, Could you give some general advice to somebody who's thinking, you know, hey, we don't really have our values written down. We don't really have them codified anywhere. What advice would you give to a shop owner who's looking to, like, you know, really make it more of a formal guiding principle for their employees?
1: Yeah, so I think there's a lot of good resources and, and exercises that you can go through. Uh, but the main advice I would give is start today. Don't wait and don't overthink it. You're not gonna, it's not gonna be perfect in day one. Like I said, it was almost a year long process before you know we spent the money to post it on poster or print it on posters and, and put them up in the shop. And uh, I think it just starts with, Get in uh, uh, the people, the leadership team or whoever on your on your team that uh, has influence and just start brainstorming and throwing words down and saying what makes us different and what type of what type of values do we really care about and want to focus on? And then you just start to cut it. Um, there's uh, I think four to four to seven, you know, you don't want to have too many. Um, And you also want to make sure they're not aspirational values, which is like, hey, this is the type of culture we, we wish we had, but find out really what is different about your culture and what do you appreciate about it and just start and then, you know, work with it. And it's not, you know, written in stone, so you can mold it and change it over time.
0: Is there anything else we didn't touch on today that you think is really important for our listeners out there to know about culture and values?
1: Yeah, like I, I said I think it starts with the the overall u- utilizing it in daily uh, um, conversation, but there is a lot of specifics that we we do. I think affirmation, I'll let Megan touch on it, but I think affirmation is a big point. so um how 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 do we use core values when it comes to like affirmation and talking to other people? We definitely use it in affirmation like every day. Um, so you see somebody outside going above and beyond. Um, you see something or someone doing something that wouldn't necessarily do going out there and calling them out for it. Hey, I really appreciate how you did that. Or, hey, you did an amazing job with that customer um, and then tying it to a specific core value. Um, and it really does hit home for people. They remember it. Um, So yeah, I think that's kind of how we tie it in. Yeah, We also have uh, what we call core value meetings that Megan has led. So I'll let you touch a little bit on that as well. Yeah, those are probably one of the favorite things that I do. So I get to go to every location every other week and I get to just get the whole shop together and we do super fun meetings um, and they really hit home on our core values. Even for like the people who you really would never expect to really buy into your core values, it it really does hit home for them. Um, and yeah, so every other week getting to talk to them about core values is is amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. We also do a, uh, the onboarding process is having a core core value speech, which is given by me. So, um, I sit down either one-on-one or if we have a couple new hires, we'll, we'll group it up. Um, but we'll sit down where I talk about some of the ideology, where it came from, and more specifically what it means to us and how we apply it. Um, so I just got to go see Alex today, our newest hire over at one of our locations, and it was just really cool. He's like, I, I it was the first time that I had met him. Our operations team uh, had surpassed with him and, and uh, hired him, and so it was the first time I had, I had met him. And he's just like, I'm here because of the core values. And I was like, I haven't even given you the core value speech yet, you know, but to see the rest of the team so passionate about it and like lay out the core values. And he's like, I heard those core values and I just knew that's the type of company that I want to come with. And that's just overwhelmingly uh, uh, exciting for me, you know, meeting somebody on our team for the first time, not even instilling it into into him yet but him saying i'm here because of your core values and so it's just reassurance to me that it is why it's the most important thing it's it's the piece that points us uh the direction points us towards the direction that we're going um and when we live into them and uh it people buy into them and it attracts it attracts the right people to our team
0: and especially in this day and age where, you know, technicians recruiting, retaining technicians is a challenge, you think that that I mean, it sounds like that's something that has been you know effective on both fronts for you.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's everybody knows it's difficult to um, it's difficult to attract great talent today. But when you can cultivate the right culture again, I was talking to my painter there today and he's like, I don't know how you do it, but every time we lose somebody or somebody maybe makes a transition, like I get nervous, but you guys always bring in incredibly strong people. And I said, that's because of you. I was like, you're amazing at what you do. And we, when we have great, amazing people, it attracts other great, amazing team members.
0: Well, great. I think we'll leave it there for today. Nick, Megan, thanks so much for sharing about your culture and values, and I uh, really appreciate the conversation.
1: Thanks so much, Todd. It was
0: a pleasure to be a part of this. Thanks, Todd.